0: Friends, hear these words from Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Holy God, thank you for your word. I pray that you would open our ears and our eyes and our hearts to the message you have for us today. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Have you ever fainted? I have come close several times, but only fully fainted one time. It was a doozy, though. This was a few years ago now, and it was in a very stressful season of life. Garrett and I had just moved to Montana and were settling in, and there was a lot going on. It was the middle of summer. My family had some health things going on. I was traveling a lot, and on this particular day, I had driven 10 hours by myself across the country to get back to Montana. And this was the evening before Pastor Garrett was ordained as a minister of word and sacrament in the Presbyterian Church. And so it was this crazy season and I had driven for 10 hours and I did not drink any water all day. I didn't eat much. I wasn't, I was trying to make good time on the road. I didn't want to have to stop and I pushed it too hard. Thankfully, I didn't faint in the car. I got all the way home and spent the whole evening together with Garrett and some other family that were in town for the ordination. And that night I woke up so thirsty I just couldn't believe it. It finally caught up with me. I was sweating. It was so hot, and I needed a drink. So I made my way to the kitchen, and as I was reaching up for a water glass, I got the ringing in my ears. Suddenly, I couldn't hear anything around me except this loud sort of buzzing. And then I got the vision thing. The periphery started to get black, and the tunnel closed in, and the points that I could see grew smaller and smaller and smaller. Instead of seeing all of these signs and doing what I should have done and sat down and laid down immediately, I kept trying to go for that water. So as I was walking in the kitchen, eventually it was just too much, and I passed out. I landed flat on my face, and I woke up to Garrett screaming my name and blood pouring out of my chin. He got me a glass of water. It was only a second or two that I was out, and I felt immediately better once I was on the ground and had water in me. But poor Garrett was traumatized. If you ask him about this story, he will still probably sweat as he tells you about it. Fainting is this bizarre and almost amazing thing that happens to our bodies, It's like our body's way of saying, listen, if you don't do what you need to do, if you don't get the rest you need to get, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I will force you into a place of rest if you don't do it for yourself. Our bodies just shut down and take the lead. We were designed to rest. We were designed to get tired and to need water and restoration. When we don't do those things, our bodies signal us that something is wrong. Even young people, this scripture reminds us, even toddlers and teenagers and 20-somethings who seem to have endless amounts of energy, even they will eventually grow tired and need to rest. We were not designed to do it all, or to be machines that constantly produce and put out, we will all get tired and weary and have times when we are just powerless. At this point in the book of Isaiah, the prophet is speaking to people at the end of a long and exhausting period of exile. They've been in Babylon, and they are feeling weary and tired. They wonder if God still exists. They think that God might have abandoned them, and they wonder if the Babylonian gods are actually more powerful than their own. They begin accusing God of leaving them for dead. At this point in the history of the people of God, as they come to the end of their time in Babylon, their ears are ringing and their vision is beginning to tunnel closer and closer to a point. They're trying to figure it all out and are running themselves ragged. I think that the time period we find ourselves in right now is actually very similar. As we find ourselves coming out of this pandemic, there's a lot of angst and exhaustion and messages of anxiety. We're seeing labor shortages. Convenient restaurants and stores that we're used to being open 24 7 are suddenly not able to be staffed and they're closed. We're seeing supply chain problems, things that are back-ordered for months and months and years, and things that are completely out of stock, and we can no longer get anything we want overnight. In fact, if you've watched or read the news recently, you have heard some of these messages of anxiety. If you haven't bought and sent your Christmas presents yet, you might be too late Between labor shortages and supply chain problems and the mail being slow, you have to get on it right now. Go, go, go. Our quick and convenient ways of life that we've gotten so used to are being challenged. And on top of that, re-entry into society at the end of this pandemic is so hard. We're re-engaging with the things that we used to be involved with before everything shut down. And Many of us are realizing we can't keep up with the pace that we used to have. It is exhausting. It seems like society as a whole is at this point in that moment right before you faint when your ears are ringing and your vision narrows and we collectively need a glass of water and a seat. In this season of exhaustion and anxiety in Babylon, the prophet speaks a particular message. The prophet speaks words of comfort and hope, reminding the people that are spiritually and emotionally exhausted that there is a bigger picture and that there is a God that holds it all. Have you not known? Don't you remember? The Lord is everlasting. God created absolutely everything. This God never faints or grows weary. This God understands everything. These are the truths that you can rest in. It gives me this picture in my mind of Mary, the sister of Martha, sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to him teach even when there was work to do even when there was food that needed prepared, even when there were guests that needed to be tended to, even when there was work to be done. Resting is resistance. You might remember earlier this summer, Pastor Garrett spoke about something called the nap ministry. And this is this incredible organization that understands the power of rest And they call rest a tool for community healing and see rest as a form of resistance that's connected with racial and social justice issues. I encourage you to look them up and check them out if you have not already. The rest, the nap ministry. We live in a world of productivity. I've noticed recently a trend with with Garrett and I that at the end of the day we'll ask one another, how was your day? And our response to that question is often a list of all of the things that we got done. It wasn't a list of things that we thought about or things we discovered or people that we connected with. It was a recounting of the things that we checked off of our to-do list. It's like we're looking for some kind of justification for being tired and being efficient and productive And I don't think we're alone in that. Rest is revolutionary. It resists a scarcity mindset obsessed with productivity and provides fertile ground for hearing the voice of God. I wonder what would happen if we saw this moment in history as an opportunity. If we stopped relying on quick convenience, and the pressure of time, and instead we reminded ourselves of the God who holds all of time and space. Those who wait for the Lord will have renewed strength. Not because they suddenly don't need to rest, but because they've connected themselves with the one who is everlasting. Because they've acknowledged that they have limits, but that they have a God does not. The irony is not lost on me that we speak of rest on a marathon Sunday when people are literally running by our church building 26.2 miles. You know, I think some of the bravest runners today will actually stop running before the finish line because they'll realize they've hit a limit. I wonder what it would look like for us to celebrate things like that. What if Fort Street was the place that gave out medals for marathon quitters? What if we celebrated sabbaticals more than we celebrated promotions? What if we found worth not in our level of productivity, but in our connection with the God who's in the business of renewing? Do you not know? Have you not heard? Our God holds all of time and space. You are more than what you get done. So take a breath and rest in the God who loves you just as you are. Let's pray. God of renewal and life, Show us a way forward in our weariness. Remind us that we are more than what we do, what we accomplish, that we are enough because we belong to you. It's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.